Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. How do we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world? How do we resolve the anxiety and uncertainty of the pandemic and the celebration of Christmas? Charles Ortloff and I have been sharing some stories of those who have traveled this road of uncertainty and struggle before. This week, we've been pondering peace and have been reminded that finding peace in the midst of challenging times is not a new struggle. On Monday, we heard the story of the 1914 Christmas truce during World War I. Enemies put down their weapons and shared an evening of Christmas celebration. They learned that they had more in common than what may have separated them. On Wednesday, we considered Joseph from the Nativity story. He had so many reasons to be stressed and worried, yet he found an inner peace that led him into a place of external gentleness with Mary and the Christ child. His peace did not come from understanding or controlling his circumstances, but from knowing that God was in all these things. And that was enough for him to be at peace. For both the soldiers in World War I and Joseph in the Christmas story, Recognizing God's presence in all of life, the people we meet, and the circumstances in which we find ourselves, brought about a sense of peace in times of turmoil, uncertainty, and disorientation. Today, Charles and I will tell our stories how we too found peace when the externals of our lives were anything but peaceful. For the last 12 years, when baptizing a child, I ended with a blessing from Psalm 121. And may the Lord watch over your going out and your coming back in from this time forth and even forevermore. When I spoke these words over the little child, I remembered the promise God made to me and God makes to all of us. The promise to be with me in all the events and all the people I meet in my life. The Lord will keep my life. It can be a scary thing to bring a little one into this world. Oh, the challenges and troubles they will know. How comforting to know that God promises to be in everything. In a way, every person, every circumstances of life is a visitor bringing us a gift from God, whether they intend it or not. Since I've received the diagnosis of cancer, I begin every morning with Psalm 121, the psalm I spoke over so many little children in baptism. It has occurred to me this psalm is a roadmap of my life. It began in my baptism. I can picture my godparents, Aunt Mabel and Aunt Elsie and Uncle Rudy, standing with me at the baptismal font. And there my family was assured that God loves this little kid and would walk with me. The water 
didn't magically do anything. The whole activity was for our sakes to have a place and time to connect with this promise. God is with us in everything that comes to us, no matter what. And now that I'm experiencing the what, I find great peace and comfort as I look back over all the challenges of my life, many of my own making. God was in them all. All the people, all the circumstances, both good and bad, were visitors with gifts from God. I don't know what happens next in my life, but if Christ has been with and watching over me all these years, I suppose I can trust him as we round the corner and head for the finish line. God has my back. God will continue to watch over my going out and my coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Fear and loneliness do not lead to inner peace. My greatest lesson in this occurred about 30 years ago. Leaving a happy and busy life here in Rochester, I moved to Madison, Wisconsin to attend graduate school. During my two years there, I experienced a variety of strange health symptoms. Thank goodness none of them turned out to be anything that medical assessments could explain. But as one who is hypersensitive to and sometimes overly anxious about what my body is experiencing, the physical symptoms were very real to me and made me afraid for what might be going on for me physically. I was also extremely lonely during the first six months after my move, not knowing a soul in Madison. It was the first time in my life that I would say I was really, really quite depressed. Fear and loneliness do not lead to inner peace. It was tough for a while to want to go on feeling as I did. Fast forward to today and to a short story I ran across several years ago called Just Paddle. The writer portrays his life as a canoe trip with God. At first, as the navigator, the writer says his life was boring and predictable. But when he allowed God to take the stern, they ended up in all types of interesting terrain. The writer forgot his predictable life and entered into the adventure that life had become. It was hard to keep track of where they were going, and at times, fear overtook the writer. Where are you taking me? He would peri periodically ask God. I'm scared. God would smile, lean forward, and touch the writer's shoulder and whisper in his ear, just paddle. God knew canoeing secrets, and together they worked through whatever they faced on the river. And when the writer was sure he just couldn't do any more, God would smile and say, just paddle. This simple story has been helpful for me. I wish I would have known about it all those years back in Madison. When fear and anxiety rise up for me now, I try to imagine Christ in the back of my canoe as we paddle down the river of life. Fear, loneliness, or any troubling emotion does not lead to inner peace, but having Christ in the stern of my canoe does. 
And rather than spending all that energy worrying, I can settle in and just paddle. I can be at peace. And how about for you? What is your story? Can you remember a time when things weren't going well? And now from a distance, can you observe that God was present watching over you as you were in that canoe, stressed by life? And then that hand touched your shoulder and you heard the whisper, just paddle. As we remember those moments from the past, we enter into a peace for the present and for the future. Let's take some quiet moments to reflect on that. In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. Imagine yourself in that canoe this December. What's troubling you? Look below the surface. Be specific. Can you sense the presence of another, unseen, but definitely present? Can you feel the tap on your shoulder? And can you hear the whisper, just paddle? We'll be back with you in about two minutes. Thank you.
Carry the image of Christ with you in that canoe. Notice any changes, first in your heart, and then after a while, in your life. I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. How do we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world? It's a question we've never faced before. We may see this as something that needs to be changed, but maybe it is something that will change us. This December, we look for peace. For many, that means getting some control over our lives or at least understanding them, getting our ducks in a row. But inner peace does not come from getting all of our ducks in a row. It is the nature of ducks to never get in a row. Our peace comes from knowing that God is in all of this. And from that inner peace, we have the courage to just paddle. Join us again on Monday for week four of our Advent journey. We've already talked about hope, joy, and peace. Next week, we turn to love. It will be a special week for us as we pay close attention to the love that we may experience this year. Join us as we ask the question, where is our love this Christmas? We hope you'll be with us on Monday as we continue to explore four different contradictions, seeing them not as problems, but opportunities to more richly celebrate Christmas in a COVID world. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I dot com slash looking within podcast or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. 
If you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Your financial contributions make this ministry possible. To give, visit gloria-day.com slash giving. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you next time.